Hello everyone and welcome to Camping with Lenny. In this episode, how to brew a coffee while camping. This episode is brought to you by me, Camping with Lenny. Help me create great content by supporting this podcast by buying me a cup of coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash campinglenny. Thanks for your support. When you wake up in the morning, what's the first thing you want to do? Is to drink coffee. For me, it is the ritual of of making your coffee in the morning outside in front of a fire is the best way to start a camping trip. Coffee for me is like a it's it, like I said it's a ritual. It is a uh, it's a outer body experience. <laughs> I know it sounds very very weird to say that, but uh, some people are are addicted to coffee, not because of the caffeine side, but the um, the taste of it. For me, it's a taste. Um, I drink one coffee a day, possibly two, depending on the day. But for me, morning, waking up, getting out of your tent, and the first thing you do is start a fire while your, your fire is, is growing. You're boiling your water and getting ready for your first coffee. And for me, that is the best way to start a camping trip. So I'm going to give you five typical ways to make coffee while camping. The full disclaimer, this is not all of it, but this is my top five that I used before while camping and uh, what what I have experienced with. Okay. Plus, I'm going to give you my top, uh, my, my two favorite ways to make coffee. And uh, I'll tell you exactly what I'm currently using as well. So let's start. Um, number one, your trusty percolator. This is also known as a cowboy coffee. It is a uh, it's, it's it's just it's just a pot uh, a pot. I mean, sorry, it's a pot that brews coffee in a continuous cycle by brewing your literally brewing. Sorry, by boiling your water and brewing it through. Through uh, through the grounds using gravity until until required strength is reached. So in other words, this thing literally cycles itself until your coffee uh, strength is required. So how it works is uh, you pour water in, then you put your uh, spigot and your little chamber where your grind where your your coffee is, right? And when you want to start boiling, the water will go up this little pipe into the top of the uh, to the top of the unit and start soaking the the coffee. Then after that, it will automatically drips back down. So in other words, it's just circulating the water within the pot to get the coffee you need, the coffee or the strength of the ta- strength or the, and the taste of the coffee you are that you are looking for. So the good thing about doing this kind of coffee, it will tell you. Uh, it will give you the it give you the ability ability to find uh, to reach. Sorry, I'm saying the wrong words here. <laughs> it will give you the the ability give you the opportunity to tell to 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 find the exact strength taste of your coffee while cer- while while the water and your coffee is trickling with each other. Yeah, okay. hopefully I explained it properly, but it's pretty cool. <laughs> but uh, I've d- I've done this in a camping trip before, and um, and it's great. And to be honest with you, I do like that coffee that comes out to it because I do, I do like stronger tasting coffee. So that's why I like it. I like this methodology of uh, making coffee. But the problem is, is this: 
it is a very big pot. If you plan to go car camping, this is perfect. If you're planning to go backcountry camping, this is the worst idea you're ever going to do because it is so, it's a big unit to carry with you. It's heavy, it's big, and it's clunky. And if you want to do, uh, just attach it to your uh, to your bag while you're walking, go for it. But if you're planning to go backcountry, a percolator, it's not, in my opinion, it's not a good idea. Because it does create weight and uh, bulkiness of the uh, uh, of your pack, but if you are plan if you are going car camping and you do have space, percolator is a great great option when you need coffee in the morning. Great option, very very good options. You do need to be you need to be very careful regarding your um, your grinds, uh, your coffee grinds. Uh, too fine of a of a of a grind, it will go through the uh, the 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 container where you put your coffee in uh it does go through next year you'll have a very grindy tasting coffee but if you do have something a little bit more coarse uh of grind grind grinded coffee then you're not gonna have that issue but just keep that in mind um so if you are planning to go that route just make sure you do your proper research regarding the, how what regarding how to grind your co- uh, your beans okay the next one um I've used this methodology before, and I have no issues with it. I do like it as well too, but not as it, it's a little, it's a love hate relationship in my end. It is the espresso pot, also known as a mocha pot. It's a um, it's literally it makes up two chambers. One is uh, you put grinds in the to- uh, at the bottom, you pour water in there, and it will yeah. You you put water, then you, then then you put your grinds, and you screw in your top. Then the water will boil and push the wa- push the coffee like in, in a very in, in a wa- pressured water by steamed. It will push the water on top, and that's where you pour your coffee. It is a very great coffee uh, tasting, but there's a lot of moving parts, and there's a lot of process that you have to do to make this work. Uh, if you're seasoned at it, then yeah, no issues. But your first time doing this, try it at home first before you try it in camping because uh, it's a uh, it's a it's a, it's it's a uh, it's a, I'm looking for the right word to say it without insulting everyone. <laughs> it is a um, it's a very hands-on experience to make this coffee. I've used this coffee before, this style of coffee. I've drank coffee from this before, and the brew that I got out of it was delicious. But again, it is a lot of of steps to make this work. And uh, the but if you're willing to make that step, the coffee comes out of it is very good. So it is uh, it is very close to an espresso tasting coffee. If you like espresso, this is great. But if you don't, you're not a big fan of espresso, I don't recommend it. This, but Good, but the thing is, the good thing about this whole thing is you can get different sizes. Uh, if you're planning to go camping with this, and if you're going backcountry, no issues. You can get the smallest version, like one cupper, and you'll be fine. But if you're planning to uh, to provide coffee for uh, for four people, your pot size do get bigger, and you do have to drag this around if you're backcountry camping. If you are going car camping. Perfect. No issues whatsoever. I no issues whatsoever. But you do have to figure out your um, your water to gr- uh, water to coffee grind 
ratio because um, too much grinds can get be, it can be very it's a different taste than a little not enough grinds. So experiment first and test it out before you head out uh, to your camping and try a couple of times and see if the 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 recipe that you're using for your coffee is works for this one. Okay. The third one that um, I have a love hate more in a hate side relationship is instant coffee. Instant coffee is great if you're in a bind or backcountry camping. Reason why is this. They take regular coffee, they crystallize it, freeze drying it, whatever they need to get done, and put it in a packet, like a one-serving package or one bottle, depending on where, which one you end up getting. You just need to add hot water or hot milk to make this work for you. I don't know what to say about this. I don't know what my, my, my feeling is very simple. I've used instant coffee in the past. I like some of them and I don't like some of them. I've tried just regular black coffee, different flavors, all the way to sweetened coffee. That's already has sugar and uh, milk already mixed to it. I like a half and half. Sorry about that. Um, but uh, it's a... Um, I just don't like the taste. It, 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 it's it's it assaults my taste buds when I drink this coffee. Um, if I'm like really, really desperate for a coffee and it's the only one left in the world, then I'll drink it. I'd rather drink something else. I'd, I'd rather drink... Oh God, I, it, it's not my biggest fan. I'm not... A, this is not my biggest fan of, uh, of style coffee. But if you are backcountrying... And you need coffee, and this is the lightest thing you can get. It's the only option you have. It's 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 so portable that you can put it in your pocket, and you won't even know it's there. That's how portable this is. But again, you are sacrificing the portability to the taste. So you just have to keep that in mind if you're planning to go this route. Is you need to know if this is perfect for you, especially for the taste. So just keep that in mind. Okay. The fourth one. Uh, actually, my fourth and fifth one. This is my two of my favorite ways to make coffee. I'm still using them and I uh, use them for my regular day-to-day and my camping trips. So this is why this is my favorite ones. The first one I'm going to be talking about is the pour-over coffee. This is my go-to methodology when I go camping. And also my uh, my go to when I when I go to the office or if I go traveling, this is my uh, my go to one, especially if I'm going to drink hotel coffee. So pour over coffee, hands down, it's the most easiest and most portable way to drink your coffee. It's literally like a molded brewing funnel. It's, that's the best way to describe it. It's just a funnel that you put a filter on top. Then you put your coffee grinds on top of that. Then you pour hot water on top of your grinds and it will automatically seep down. The filter is there to make sure the grinds doesn't go to your coffee. Right? And after you after you pour your water, let it, let it sip down. Let it, pour, let it sip down to, uh, to your mug. Then you drink it. Right? The... Only thing that you have to remember is you. This is when you have to start experimenting regarding your coffee to water ratio, also known as your coffee recipe. You need to know what kind of coffee recipe you use and how you want to perfect it. it is each to its own style uh, style um, uh, coffee um, 
uh, recipe. My coffee recipe is completely different than yours, different than your brothers, your sisters, your partners, you name it, it's completely different. It is very, it's very individual style coffee recipe. Good thing about this one is like the uh, the funnel, the malted funnel, that uh, the coffee funnel that you'll be using. There are two types you can get that I used before and what I recommend. It's the plastic one, the molded plastic one, or the uh, or the um, ceramic one. If you are planning to have this at home, ceramic one is perfect, right? But if you're planning to go camping, get the plastic one because it's a lighter, easier to carry, it's easier to to transport. Okay. With that said, though, my pour over coffee system that I use. Is um, it's actually an all-in-one system. It's from uh, Wakoka, from Wakoka Coffee. It's the uh, Kapamoka Portable Drip Coffee Mug. I'm not sponsored by those guys, but Wakoka, if you're planning to sponsor someone, sponsor me because I'll use your products every day. <laughs> but um, I'm just saying that uh, this is what I use. The reason why I use the Wakoka uh, Wakoka Coffee. Uh, pour over coffee mug is, is it's an all-in-one system it's uh you put a filter on top you pour your up your water it goes straight to your mug then you remove the 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 funnel then you put your coffee top cover thing on top of your mug and you're good to go right uh i use the same mug when i go traveling in a plane i just bring that whole kit with me and i'm good to go for a when I go anywhere with it. So I use that system, works really, really well. It uses, a, it, it has a 10 ounce, I believe it's a 10 ounce mug, coffee mug. And my coffee ratio is actually based on a 10 ounce water. So it works perfectly from my side. And again, depending on your recipe, it may, may, it may or may not work for you, but there are other systems out there you can look at. But for, for camping, this is what I use. When I'm traveling, this is what I use. Even when I just travel by car to an appointment or in the early morning, I use the same system as well. Uh, it, that, it's a pour over. It's a great, uh, it's a great way to, uh, to brew coffee. It's very simple. Good. The only downfall is this, though. You do need to keep an eye on it. Keep an eye on the way that, uh, that when you pour your coffee in it, Right, some people pour one how many ounces of coffee until it reaches the rim, uh, the top part of your coffee uh, um, uh, filter or your coffee um, funnel. Then let it pour down, and that's it. Um, and some people like a little bit more coffee. That's fine, but uh, if you do pour water and you do pour multiple times, um, it will overflow your coffee mug. So just, you do have to keep an eye on that. So just in case it goes over. Um, there are, there is style, there's ways you can, uh, brew your coffee properly. You have, you can, you can bloom your coffee first, uh, your coffee grinds with hot water, a little bit of hot water, let it start then pour over more. So there, there's ways, there's methodology of, of putting, uh, making coffee through a pour over that you have to practice. You have to figure out that yourself and how you want your coffee. So there's great resources on the internet to do that. Go for it. That's that's one of the biggest one of the, one of the two favorite methodologies that I drink coffee in. Okay, the second favorite, um, uh, the second one is the French press coffee. When I started drinking coffee, and it, and it gets very very serious about, I want the flavor of coffee. 
I don't want I don't want the the um, the coffee maker ones anymore. When I when I, when I went to my phase of pretentious coffee drinker, I started with French press. French press coffee, hands down, is so good. It is in my opinion is way better than pour over coffee, but there's cons in that uh, methodology of coffee making. Okay, let's start with the French press. I'll show, I'll tell you guys how it actually works. It's pretty cool. So you get your your uh, your canister, right? It can be glass, it can be plastic or whatever, but I prefer glass. You put your coffee at the bottom, right? First thing you pour your coffee, right? And after that, you pour your water on, on top of that. Stir it a bit, right? And after that, you put the, 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 the cover on top. The cover actually has a plunger, also known as a mesh piston, Right, so you you have to let it simmer. For me, I let it simmer for about five minutes, five to eight minutes, depending how big the uh, the French press is. Okay, so after that mi- after that time, then I slowly press the plunger or the mesh piston, and that's one of my favorite ways to describe it. Is the mesh piston down slowly, not too fast, because the grinds can actually pop out from the piston. You get grinds in your coffee. You don't want that. You slowly push it down until it reaches the bottom. As soon as it reaches the bottom, I let it sit for about 30 minutes, 30 seconds to a minute, a little bit more. After that, you pour your coffee on your mug and you're good to go. Okay, here's the trick though having a French coffee, uh, French press coffee. The I personally use I grind my own beans when I do French coffee uh, French press coffee reason why is I want to make sure that the oils are there if you have a layer of an yeah, if, if you have oils you can see you can see oil in your coffee if you see that little golden shimmer of like streaks that gives you that extra flavor extra that's just the quality of the coffee that you like. It's so good, right? And uh, having that extra little little flavor makes this coffee, this methodology of coffee drinking, so much so much better. But if you're planning to go camping with this kind of French press, that's the biggest issue. If you plan to go backcountry with a French press, if you have a glass one, that french press may or may not show up your campsite intact there are plastic versions they are the travel mug versions there's so many versions out there with this style of coffee that i tried and it's just it's it there's flaws there's it's not the same so french press style coffee um in in the camping world especially if you're backcountry does not travel well right if you are car, car camping, then yeah, no issues, no issues whatsoever. Go for it, right? But uh, if you are planning to go uh, backcountry, this is not going to work. There's other better options out there, like the pour over one or the 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 espresso the espresso uh, pot is good, and the uh, instant pot instant instant coffee, if you like that kind of stuff. Right, so those are those literally your options, uh, in my opinion, your typical ways of making coffee while camping. There are other options out there, out there as like the AeroPress and uh, those other things as well too. But if you are planning to do any of the five that I that I mentioned, make sure you test it first. Test it first before you go. Before you go camping, 
Sorry, I keep hitting my glasses on my mic. Sorry about that. Um, test it first. Test it. See if this is this methodology. Uh, this kind of coffee making is 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 for you. Because if you if you don't practice and you get you don't get your your recipe sorted out before you head out, you'll have a bad coffee or you're gonna have you're gonna be have you're gonna have a extremely strong tasting coffee or a very bland tasting coffee. Test it experiment a couple of weeks before you head out find out exactly the way you want to taste your coffee in the morning because it's the it's you're starting your day with coffee right and if you don't start your day properly you'll be miserable the whole time and if you're miserable you're not going to enjoy your out your 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 trip outside and the first thing you'll be in your mind when you get home is like if someone asks you how's your trip the first thing you, th- you think about your head is like the coffee sucks Congratulations! You brought the coffee with you, so <laughs> it's not the uh, the weather. If the weather can be very, very miserable, and you have good coffee, who cares about the weather, right? So, um, so experiment with your coffee. Double check exactly what you're looking for. Test it before you leave and enjoy it. And do me a favor if you do that. Do it in front of a roaring fire in the morning, and just sit there. Sit there with your cup of coffee. In your chair, facing the fire, and just and just let it take a deep breath, and you just let the world pass you by. It is the, one of the best feeling you're ever gonna have when you go camping and having a coffee in the morning. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. If you like what you're hearing, consider supporting this podcast by buying me a cup of coffee. Link in the description. You can also visit campingwithlenny.com. There you can find other episodes and links that can help you on your next camping adventures. Thanks again.